and I've noticed that a lot of them seems like their whole life flashes before them in just a, a matter of moments. Mm -hmm. We're all going to die unless the rapture takes place. That's right. We're going to get old and die. And God don't want us just to get old and die. He wants us to be full of Him and, and, and life is worth living. That's right. Life is worth getting up in the morning and, and saying, Lord, what do you have for me today? What would you have for me to do today? Lord, I want to do your will. Don't let me get out of your will. Don't let me let my temper and my mouth get me in trouble with you, Lord. Amen. But let my heart be right. Let my mouth speak blessings and not curses. Amen. Let my mouth speak the things that Jesus, you would say if you was walking this earth. Amen. Because I know that one day, and I feel it more and more, that the Lord's going to call me home. And I have made up my mind that I'm going to take each day and live it for Jesus Christ to the fullest. And I know that I can't please man and please God too. Amen. There is no perfection in this world except the one that walked this earth. The Son of God, the Son of Man. And He walked such a life that we may be able to be forgiven because we are so imperfect. Amen. And we can be so judgmental. Amen. We can be so judgmental. God wants us to love people and hate the sin. But we got it backwards sometimes. We're hating a person. And Jesus said, if you don't love your neighbor, you can't love me. I want to be able to love God with all of my heart, to be able to pray and come before Him with a heart that's pure, Amen. not full of anger and bitterness and Amen. judgmental. I think we all sometimes just stop just a minute. Stop and smell the roses and we need to I really ask ourselves, what am I doing with my life? Amen. What am I doing with my life? What Am I doing anything that's worthwhile? Am I living just for myself? Am I greedy? Am I selfish? Am I just living, living to get all I can out of this life? And you know, when you get all you can, you go to bed empty. Try again. Your heart's lean. Your soul is lean. I tell you, if you've got Jesus Christ, you're the richest person. Amen. You, you've made the smartest decision you'll ever make in your life. That's right. And He's worth fighting for. Amen. He's worth dying for. Amen. And I tell you, our country, I believe, if we don't get back on track, we're not going to know our country in another few years. I don't know our country now. Amen. Love is the most important thing you can possess after your salvation. Amen. Even before salvation. 
And so Nikki's, Pastor Nicky's going to sing this song. It is finished. And we're going to try to bring you a message today that's going to bless you, encourage you, and maybe discipline you. The Word of God is sharp as a two-edged sword. It comes back and hits this old preacher. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know what? I made a mistake. First one in my life. <laughs> Would you get me a mic? I would. Got a treat for you today. My brother is going to come right here. And he's going to sit in his chair. And you welcome him. And he's going to bless us with a couple songs. Don't you get afraid. Okay. You show me what you want on there. Ain't no habit. Put it here. Okay. Okay. We're just about as ready. I'll tell you what, the grease is hot. Throw them fish in there. All right. Everybody say we love you. We love you. you. Did that help? Did that help? Yeah, it helped. Okay. <laughs> I, I forgot my guitar case and my uh, strap, so I have to sit in the chair. And play. He didn't know we were going to push him into this. We didn't push him. He said he it. Well, that's why. That's when it's the best. It's when God does it. Amen. Why do nursing home ministry just like? These folks do nursing home ministry, and I've done this for years and years and years. First, I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And then the Lord got a hold of me and said, Yes, you are. <laughs> so I do special music in church and work with team choirs and youth choirs and stuff like that. So all I do is play chords and keep a beat. Okay, that's all I do. So don't expect any rock concert or anything like that. Oh, we got a couple songs. You all know these songs, I'm pretty sure. So you just join right in and help me because I can't sing, by the way. So, so I need you all's help. So. Thank you. 
Today's message is simply it is finished. And we're going to go to the cross of Calvary where the sins of the whole world was placed upon a physical body, Jesus Christ. I preached last Sunday that Jesus was fully man and he was fully God. He always referred to himself as the Son of Man, sometimes the Son of God. But I think about it, 33 years old, and at my age, my children six, will be 61, 60, 59, and 54. 54. So 33 is not very old, is it? No. Just a young man. And all that he went through had already been planned before the foundations of the world. Because God knows the end from the beginning. And God knows when you're going to leave this world, the very moment, the very hour, the very day, your very age. He knows what you're going to be thinking of when you get home. He knows what you're thinking of right now. But through the sin of man, there had to be a perfect sacrifice. Amen. Now I know that we we hear about us old-fashioned. The Bible's old-fashioned. It's outdated. But I'm here to beg to differ with you that when God says something sin in this Bible, it's still sin. That's right. And it'll always be sin. Somebody had to pay the price. Somebody had to build a bridge between man and God. Somebody had to stand in the gap. You know, God calls us Christians sometimes to stand in the gap for other people. Sometimes it's not very uh, convenient for us to quit what we're doing because somebody is in need. Last Sunday, uh, we know that Lenny's dog missing and we all after church went out looking. Now there's one or two things that happened to your darling baby dog. She's old, and she went out in the woods to die. Or somebody saw her by the road, and on their way out, they picked, picked her up. But I, I'm inclined to believe that this dog that was so dear to Lenny still cried this morning over it. Her life was finished. And she went out in the woods. A lot of animals do that. Yes. But you know what? Lenny, you just have to think of the good times. You know, my late wife, her life was finished at 46. God took her home. I never doubted for one minute that God wasn't going to heal her, but he said no. Sometimes, beloved, God says no. 
because he's not finished with something he has for you in your life. So he took her home at 46 and he gave Nikki to me at 50. And by the way, in a couple of weeks, she's going to be old. She's going to be 79. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had 29 beautiful years together. And I know that one day it's going to be finished for us. You see, I... I believe what the Word of God says that God gives us all a certain amount of time here on earth. And He's got a purpose for giving us that amount of time. And sometimes He takes people home when they're younger because He knows that on down the road there's going to be nothing but a lifetime of, of hurt and pain, misery, whatever. And so He'd rather have the flower in heaven than to leave it here on earth. But each one of us, the clock's running down. I look at little Nathan and Ava and some of the others, and I think, Lord, I'm glad I'm not young again. <laughs> this is a world that is like a snowball headed for hell. And we need to get right with God and we need to enjoy and endure to the end yes. because we ain't seen nothing yet in this country. Amen. Right. Amen. I'm not a preacher of gloom and doom. I'm a preacher of hope because our hope should be in the Lord. That's right. He's our provider, our protector. He is the great shepherd of our soul. The Lord is our shepherd. Not the government. Amen. Not the church building. Amen. And not our kids trying to tell us how to live our life. Amen. Listen, I raised my kids and I've done the best I could, made a lot of mistakes. But I, I, I'm going to serve God and I don't want them Baker acting me for something they don't agree with. I don't know how it works up here, but in Florida, people are Baker Act and, and warehoused into nursing homes. Jesus had a purpose. God had a plan. Let me ask you something today. Do you have a plan for your life? Do you have anything going on? To, what are you looking forward to? You looking forward to retirement? Well, you may not live long enough to retire. Let's start enjoying our God and each other now. Amen. I think about Paul. He said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I'm going to be able to say that. Yes. If the Lord gives me time on my deathbed, I want to lay there and say, Boy, I sure gave the devil hell. <laughs> Amen. 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 I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I've run my course. It's finished for me. Amen. My time. I don't know how much time that Pastor Nicky and I have up here at Indian Man's left. But we're going to enjoy each and every day. Because one day, we're just physically, physically not going to be able to make this trip. Amen. We're not going to be able to 
to pay expenses for two places. I know that the people on the wall in this world is finished for. And only what's done for Christ is going to matter. That's right. Not how much he accumulated. Not, you know, I just want to live simple. Amen. Give me some beans and taters, cornbread and onions, and, and a little old mobile home down there. And you know what? And sit out there on the back street in porch and bugs trying to get to me, and I laugh at them. I laugh at them bugs. But they can't get to me. I just end up glad I'm just going right back I like the simple life. I like to hug people. I like to love. I found the purpose that God has for me in this life. And I want to be totally in love with Pastor Nikki all the days of my life. I know that we're all getting a few wrinkles, but I'm not looking anywhere for anything any better because whatever the Lord gives us, that's the best. You can't improve it. You can't do anything better about it. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, Jesus was hanging on the cross. They had tortured him all night long, all during the day, mocked him, spit on him. This is the Son of God, the one that created the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, <clears throat> created man in God's image. And the very one, it's like, don't, uh, what's the saying? Don't let the dog bite the hand that feeds it. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever heard that? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us are doing that now. Amen. People are good to us. We forget about it. People have helped us. We forget about it. But Jesus will never forget. When you come to Him, He was on the cross and you was on His mind. And he was dying, hanging there. The father had to turn his back. You know what? We felt like we've been alone before. Have you ever felt like but you ain't never been alone? Amen. No. You ain't never been alone. Jesus said, I'll be with you even to the end of the age. So even when you feel alone, you've got God right there with you and prayerfully you've been born again. And he's living in your heart. Amen. He's living in this old body. Remember the old song? Ain't gonna need this house no longer. Ain't gonna need this house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shoe. Ain't got time to fix the floor. Ain't got time to mend the fences. 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 Okay. Or to mend the window pane. I'm getting ready to meet the same. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> One of these days, God's people are going to fly away out of this old body. Amen. It's going to be finished for this body. Amen. 
But the Lord Jesus is going to bring us back. And the graves is going to open up. Amen. Or wherever the ashes may be. And we're going to get a glorified body. Amen. Folks, it's going to be worth it all to be true to your Jesus. Amen. It's going to be worth it all. And we got to quit looking at how much time we got left and just live for Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, I, I just want to go back a couple verses. After, uh, let's go to the 28th verse of chapter 19. 28th verse. And after this, he's hanging on the cross now. They ripped the meat from his back, his legs, his ribs is showing. He said, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. Each one of us has a purpose in life. And we need to ask God how that we can accomplish. Somebody help me. Amen. Amen. That the scripture might be fulfilled. Jesus said, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled the sponge with vinegar, put it up on a hyssop, and put it to his mouth. This is so sad, this verse here, but it had to be done. There's a lot of things in our life that makes us sad, but it has to be done. Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar. He said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This man that had taken so much punishment, that had taken so much ridicule, they spit on him, they pulled his beard out, they slapped him and beat him, and last week I preached that his face was so unrecognizable that it was not recognizable as a human face. One thing had to happen. One thing had to happen. That was, he died for you and me. He died for you and me. I don't think I could die for none of y'all. I really don't. I, I, look, I'm a hillbilly preacher. That's just the way it is. I don't think I could really die for any of you. But I believe I could die for Jesus. But Jesus was willing to go through all of that and to die for us while we were still sinners. And when he said it is finished, every little detail, the Lord did not leave one little thing out. He accomplished everything that he came to this earth for. He came to us as a baby born through a virgin's womb. He grew up to be a man and he was fully man. I guarantee you when he missed the nail or something and hit his hand, it hurt. 
And the Bible says he was tempted in all ways like we are tempted. Amen. Yet he, 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 the great I am, was without sin. Amen. A perfect sacrifice. Amen. So, then we get into this. We know that when they put him in the tomb on the third day, he said, nobody takes my life. I lay it down for us. I lay it down and I'll take it back up. That's what the Word says. So he defeated death. And the Bible says he went to the innermost parts of the earth. He went to hell. And he set the captives free. Jesus took care of every detail to where we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to lay awake at night and wonder what's happening in our life, what's going to happen in our life. But we can go to bed knowing, bless God, if we don't wake up here, we'll wake up in the arms of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're a winner either way, whether we go or whether we stay. I know there's some things left in my life that need to be done. And one day I'll say, it is finished. And we'll know. We'll know when it's time to leave this world. That old song says, I'm getting ready to leave this world. And we need to be getting ready to leave this world. And that's following Jesus with all of our heart and being a light, being an example for those around us and you're not going to please everybody. And some people, they even called Jesus said he had the devil in him. And I'm sure it's been said about me many times. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. When people come against you and you're just trying to serve God and be a blessing, then we need to count it all joy. All joy when people come against us. And love them, love them, love them. We got this. You know what? Some of us need to learn how to love. I'm not talking about infatuation. I'm talking about a person that you just can't stand to be around. Maybe they never take a bath, they stink to high heaven. You just don't want no part of them. Whatever it may be, you've got to learn. Well, this morning we didn't have water. <laughs> I must confess, I got up real early and got our bath water ready, put some Epsom salts in it, <laughs> had a good bath. We take our bath together. And then we ran out. Save water. <laughs> but the Lord is saying to us today, I get it for you because I love you. Okay. And the Bible says, He gave up the ghost after He said it is finished. Now we get into religion. I don't care where you go. Sometimes it even happens here. We come up with adding a little bit here or taking away a little bit. 
And then pretty soon you got all your your big thing up on the wall that says, we believe this. Yeah. We believe you shouldn't cut your hair. We believe that you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't wear jewelry. You shouldn't wear lipstick. And then others says, you shouldn't shout and speak in tongues. And it's just on and on and on. When it is finished, quit adding to it. Let God have His way in your life. If He wants to fill you with His Spirit and give you the gifts of the Holy Ghost, receive it with joy. But don't try to force other people into what you believe and what your denominational doctrine is teaching you. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. And no man goes to the Father except through Him. And the finished work was at the cross of Calvary. Amen. And I'm satisfied with that. Yes. There's so much division. And we talk about, oh, our country's so divided. Our church is so divided. Amen. The churches are so divided. But I tell you what, only Jesus can save. And the Bible says that no man can pluck us out of the Father's hand. So bless God, I know I'm saved. And I may not look the way that some people think I should look. And I may do this or do that that they don't approve of. But one thing about it, I am a blood-bought, born-again, Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled child of God. And that's all that matters. It's finished. Amen. 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 And God is at work in us, isn't He? He gives us the uh, uh, will to do His will, and He gives us the power to do it. We think we have to do something, don't we? But we can't do anything apart from Him. He said, He said, unless you abide in Me, you can do nothing. And He means nothing that counts spiritually, nothing that counts for eternity. So I picture myself getting dressed every morning and put on the Lord Jesus because he finished the work and he's finishing the work in me. God is at work in us. He loves us and he wants us to become like Jesus and he doesn't want us to fear or worry as to whether we are saved or not. I remember when I first was born again, I tried to just walk perfectly and please everybody. And I wanted everybody to see Jesus in my life. And then, of course, I thought something I shouldn't. I got a ticket because I forgot to to get my car. And I went to the Lord and I said, Oh, I tried so hard to do everything right. And I was fighting a habit smoking. I wanted to quit, but I couldn't. I wasn't. And I just said, Lord, I can't walk this Christian walk. And then the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart and said, good. Now I can go to work. Amen. He wanted to teach me that everything is in him and I'm free from my flesh and I am safe in him. 
I love the verse, Galatians 2.20. This is the truth. If we would just maybe say it every morning, I am crucified with Christ. We went down in baptism, didn't we, as a sign. We're crucified with him. Nevertheless, I live. We come back up out of the water, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. I pray that's what you're seeing in my life. This I need to remember. This is the truth. Jesus finished it all, and he lives in me. He's at work in me, making me what he wants me to be. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, so it's even his faith that holds on to me, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, and we all know what the law is, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt, you could go through all of them. And of course, the first one is, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind. We can't even do that apart from Him. We need to be filled with Jesus. Then we have His heart. We have love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, self-control. We have all the fruit of the Spirit. We can follow after the Spirit. But you all know we battle the flesh every day, don't we? We do, but we have overcoming power. We've got the Lord in our hearts, and all we have to do is turn to the Lord. Help me, Lord. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. A lot of people say, well, there are many ways to God. They are saying that Jesus died in vain. That's right. That's right. They are. They're saying, well, I'm a good person. I do all these good things. I take care of my parents. I give to the poor. Not unless you're born again and in the power of the Spirit of Jesus. If you're crucified with Him and you've risen up with Him, that's all that's going to matter. Jesus didn't die in vain. He died out of love for the whole world. Everyone in China, Russia, North Korea, France, England, America, he died for us all. And when we try to get to God some other way, we're saying Jesus was just a man. They crucified him. He didn't die for me. I'll tell you, he died for me. I know the sins that I committed before I was born again. I know I couldn't pay the price. The only price would have been to die and go to hell. But Jesus rescued me. Oh, what a Savior. So I'll finish with Galatians 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. 
and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And Paul was concerned that the Jews who had become Christians were thinking that the Gentiles needed to follow some of the rules and regulations <coughs> that they had been under. They didn't realize they were totally free. Paul even scolded Peter for refusing to eat with the Gentiles because he was concerned about what his Jewish Christians were going to say. Mm -hmm. They maybe were going to eat ham, <coughs> the Gentiles, and the Jewish people said, no, we can't eat ham. But the Christians got together and they said, no, Jesus paid it all. Right. He is our righteousness. He is our salvation. Amen. He is everything we need. Amen? Amen? Let's not get back under bondage and say, well, I need to... Unless you're, you know, you're saying, God, I want to do this to just tell you I love you. That's different. But to say, I'm afraid I'm going to hell if I go to a restaurant on Sunday or if I mow the grass or if I do this or I don't do that no, Jesus paid it all if you feel you've sinned keep short accounts go to the Lord and say forgive me forgive me Father and you know you'll be forgiven 1 John 1.9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins so let's stand firm in Christ. He is our all in all. Amen. Amen. Okay.
close to being able to say it is finished. And she made it right with God and a baptized her too. wait just a moment. If God's speaking to your heart, you ought to come up right now for prayer. Be still my soul. Thank you. Father, I done everything, said everything that you put in my spirit. And I just pray blessings on this congregation. I pray for their salvation. I pray for their cup to run over. I'd rather have one minute with you, Lord, than a thousand years out in sin.